0: I'm so grateful for the industry that I get to work in every single day. And I know I have many colleagues who also love this industry so much so that when the COVID-19 outbreak started to happen and we started to see the effects that it was taking on our doctors' businesses, we wanted to jump into action. So I was lucky enough to gather a few of the other consultants in this space to talk about proactive ways that we can help out and that our doctors could help out their team members in their business. I'm so grateful for the group of consultants I was able to gather together on a very short notice. Literally within eight hours, we had a group of people who wanted to get on a call and talk about how we could help support those businesses and the people and the industry that we love. Thank you to all of those who participated. And I know that the ideas and the wisdom that you shared is helping ease the mindsets of many who are in struggling times right now. Thank you and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you guys for doing this First on such of all, quick you
1: notice. Know, thank you for organizing this. This is Absolutely. A
0: Absolutely you guys. I just uh last night was just like, dang it, we need to really come together as people who love this this industry, people who care about what's going on with our docs and seeing how quickly things change. I did a whole training video on Friday evening about, hey, so this is what could happen. Here are some ways that you can uh, uh, capitalize on it if you want or how you can be positive about it. And there's already something in there that it got sent out today to my list that one of my doctors wrote back and said, yeah, we can't do that because now it's closed. We aren't gonna bring any other kids in. And now we're being asked to not even see anybody but emergency pay. So, Everything's changing on an almost hourly basis. And I think one of our rules and responsibilities as consultants, as mentors, as coaches is to, number one, is keep the positivity and know that there's gonna be, just like there's an a, uh, you know, a, 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 a AD and a BC, there's gonna be a ACV after coronavirus, right? And we all gotta be prepared for that. <laughs> So let's be prepared. And I thought that why not bring together a group of people? And there's other consultants stuff that have been, that are watching this. It wasn't that we didn't want certain people in here. It's just that I just threw it out there to as many people as I could think about. It was actually Michelle first. And I said, hey, what do you think about this? Let's put this together. And, you know, you guys came on board. So thank you so much. And I hope that any of the docs that are listening, like really just understand our goal and our hope is to give you some calm, And just to help you be positive, mindset, know that it's all going to work out. It's all going to be okay. I think, you know,
2: yeah, I think you are spot on with that. And I think most importantly, as we all have experienced today, it is extremely important that we do bring a sense of calm and a sense of um, proactive strategy to our team members, to our businesses, to our patients, What's really concerning to me is the level of strength, uh, stress and anxiety that all of this unknown and chaos is putting out there to the masses and yeah. um, it's detrimental to our individual health. Um, if anybody's like me I'm not sleeping much right now, as you stated earlier, the information is changing almost hourly. So I I was excited to be here with everybody to just hopefully try to provide a sense of um, calmness with some proactive strategies that we can put into place, understanding what we're going into. And I do think that Kathy touched on a topic that I hope we can talk about tonight when she said, listen, nobody in my office wants to go in. It's just Doc and I. And I want to put out there for the team members that are out there right now, you know, two weeks is an arbitrary number. This is not going to go away in two weeks. This isn't just a vacation that we get that, yay, might be covered, right? Because that's not the answer. Um, We should very uh, calmly go into uh, this process and this strategy. So what I
1: found today, Michelle, was in the phone calls that we were taking, every single phone call I took were families that wanted to bring their kids in. Mm -hmm. But my team kept telling me that there were families that didn't want to come in, yeah, -hmm. because
3: that's
1: because the team doesn't want to be there,
0: right? So, So
2: put it out there that there are ways that we can prolong and slow. I've been saying today, slow the roll like, let's prolong this process so that. We can take care of our businesses because in the long run, team members, we want to have a job to go back to. Amen. Um, Doctors, um, I, I understand as business owners how we absolutely have to be strategic here. So there's ways that we can do this. I understand with the ADA's announcement right now and not seeing patients. So look in and, you know, how can you slowly minimize the hours of your team members? How can you put projects in place that are challenging for us to target when we're busy with our patient schedules? These are great opportunities that we have in our office right now. And next week, things could be very different even than what they are today, like what Dino just mentioned. I think it's a Michelle,
1: really quick. I know, Scott, you have some great input because the virtual Michelle, you had some great uh, suggestions for us as team members of things that our team could do from home, Mm -hmm. especially if we have a system like cloud nine tops edge Two, where like the team can log in with computers from home statuses, let's like let's do all the cleanup work we always wanted to do, we didn't have time to do, but the team members that are, are not afraid to go into the office, let's go in because there's families that wanna bring their kids in.
2: There absolutely are. I love the opportunity that we have right now in our businesses that we can use this. We are given this fantastic opportunity to start implementing some virtual processes as well. It's, oh, it's an amazing opportunity that we have jump on that. It can be challenging when we're sitting back in our comfort zone to uh, actually take that step. And now we're all forced out of our comfort zone. Take that step and get that implemented in your practice. It's the direction of our industry. And it's a great opportunity that we have because I absolutely firmly believe that our patients are also looking for a sense of normalcy in this. In the next coming weeks, especially, they're gonna look for a sense of normalcy. And we have that opportunity to provide it to them. When the kids aren't in school, we can do those virtual exams. Um, I I sent out a letter to many of my colleagues as well, uh, recommending that for them. So I I like to look at this as an opportunity. Have your team members, as we're starting to limit their hours, um, because again, we wanna prolong this as long as possible, the opportunity to, to be able to work um and it's not going to stop in two weeks so um step back walk through your offices and remove visual clutter Re, uh, clean out your lab from top to bottom when was the last time we actually cleaned our labs out there are lots of opportunities that we have internally
4: i would say uh with working so scott, you
2: know, i was going to say scott i think you have some great virtual ideas for us
4: yeah i was gonna say you know, it's really important that we focus on what we have control over, especially as leaders in the organization. Um, People look up to us, uh, or doctors, or managers, or even other staff members, and that is what brings the sense of normalcy, you know, in our staff, is, you know, if we If we just focus on the things, the opportunities that we have, like Michelle mentioned, like one, one thing that I see over and over in practices, is we have these lists of people that we never call. So there might be a list of hundreds or thousands of people that came into an exam and, or came into a recall visit and then never scheduled another appointment. And this is a great opportunity to call through that list, show our patients empathy and, really provide them a service um, that helps the practice. Uh, And I put together some scripting that I'd be happy to share uh, in a document about how to make those calls. But I mean, if you have staff members that are willing to come in and, um, you know, you don't have, like, after you get through decluttering and doing some of the things that really should be done all the time, we just don't um, find time for normally, uh, you can call through that list of patients and make it an extraordinarily productive time. Uh, you can be scheduling patients in June and July for the recall visits uh, that otherwise we might have just, um, they might have just slipped through the cracks. And that can produce hundreds of thousands of dollars of additional production uh, one, when things do calm down. And I, I think it, at the end of the day, it's important to focus on what we have control over because we don't have control over you know the guidelines from the CDC and how fast uh, this virus is moving. But we do have control over positioning our practices for success this summer Uh, and like Kathy like you said even today like there are people that want it now uh, and to neglect that is really silly.
1: So my goal is we have eight exams scheduled for the rest of this week. Families confirmed want to come in. My plan is to start 10 families by the end. That's
0: amazing. So on, <laughs> on, uh, on on Scott's note, what I wanted to say is that I think it's important for the docs to really uh, get the point across that, hey, this isn't new to us, like sterilization, uh, cleanliness, all this stuff isn't new to us. You just haven't seen it because we're so good at it. Like we're nin mm-hmm. what we do when you're getting your cookie or getting your slushy or whatever. And we're cleaning stuff up while you guys don't even recognize oh, it. Oh,
1: Gino, can I add something? Yeah. That? So all of us, Every one of us, Jill, Scott, Trace, Michelle, we run our business. Every single patient that comes in, we assume they have AIDS. We run right. our all of sterilization and our care of the level of making sure I'm protected yep. and they're protected at a level of their HIV positive. Right. And so we already all run our businesses that way. Right. We, we continue doing what we're doing. We're going to Im- implement some additional changes. Right. We're going to wipe down every hour versus every couple hours.
0: Right. And, th- every- and, that's, and that's my point that I is that we get it because we're in that jar. But parents don't always see that because for us, it's a normal. For them, it's like, what are you doing? They're going to question because they don't know. And so our role and the roles of the owners is to say, hey, we got this. Let me show you not just, oh yeah, we're always doing sterilization. Let me actually show you. This is great um, Instagram video time. Let me show you what we do to point out what we do. This is how we sterilize stuff. We can educate people on such a higher level now because they're asking for it. A month ago, people were like, why are you telling me about how you like, wiped down a counter? I don't care. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, oh, that's how much care you take care of it. So there's this principle where when you already know something, you assume everybody else knows something. And so you get a little bit lazy on the way that you talk about it. And even though everyone in here and all the, the offices out there, they treat everything like your the, the client might be HIV positive. That's your normal. For them, it's not. And so we got to share with them what that is. And it's just a really great opportunity to let them know, hey, we got this. We're calm in your storm. We go, We know it.
2: Yeah, I think it's really important as well for us to recognize that this hiccup will pass. Mm-hmm. Um, this summer, as we head into the summertime, I'm very confident that our practices will absolutely be seeing even a higher influx than what we typically see in mm-hmm. the summertime as we recover yep. from the processes as patients and families look for a normal, again, um, from this chaos and panic that they've experienced. So it's more important than ever that systems and protocols are in place so you can fully maximize what this busy time as we recover will be for your practice. So yeah, the you can demand. fully profit profit from it and uh, have that uh, efficiency and revenue that um, unfortunately is part of the byproduct of this hiccup that we're going to experience
4: right now.
1: So let's all write off March. We're all going to do the best we can and have the best, have the best freaking April and May ever, ever. (laughs) Now that being said though,
0: (laughs) that being said, as consultants, right. As part of your, Uh, I'm going to have a
1: great March.
0: Like we get to have a great (laughs) March because we get to actually change up our service a little bit and deliver it a higher value. I've already said in some place, we spent all day today going through different ideas of, how we can even just not even charging, but my past clients, clients I've had for two or three or four years to go in and say, Hey guys, um, I want to do a training on mindset. I want to do a training on positivity so that the team knows that you still, as the doctor have their backs and care about their fears and their concerns. And that's going to help them out. We
1: need some guidance because I feel like um, Jill, you and I may be the only two that are still like actively in practices like all day long. I mean, Scott. You know, <laughs> I not. But, well, but okay.
3: So, like.
0: Uh-uh. Yeah,
1: I'm the <laughs> only one that and that I am. But what I need is some really great guidance on how do I start to really, Michelle. You and Dino both were amazing, Scott. You too, at trying to encourage us to find more opportunities with the virtual, uh, like exam and the opportunity. What does that look like for me? Like, how do I do
2: that? I was just going to ask if Tracy could cue up what she is recommending to her clients for a lot of these virtual exams.
5: You know, I just wing it. I don't know. I just make it up. Um, no, <laughs> I, I am recommending that at this point, I think that everybody, anything that's on retention should just take a snapshot and send that into the office um, and then schedule those guys way far out after that. So that will be their retainer check will be a virtual retainer check. Um, same with aligners, everybody should check in where they're at. You know, um, anybody that
1: Tracy, can I ask you a question? Would you have yep. them take any pictures? Because I know you have a lot of virtual experience, and so, like, should I have my aligner patients sending me pictures of how their aligner fits? Yes. yes. What Why would you send them? But it's... what would what would you? So again, like, what do I ask them to do? What do I ask them to send me? Do they just take a quick selfie?
5: Uh-huh. So they're going to take, you, you want to take, take a selfie, but it, honestly, it's whatever your doctor needs. It's whatever your doctor needs, but more so what I'm trying to teach that I'm just trying to convey to the patient that they, um, that, that we are doing their same checkup, that same quality of checkup that they would have here in the office. We're just going to do it together virtually. So that's the only difference. So I I would have them take, you know, some frontal pictures. I'd have them bite down. I would probably take the arches. I'd have them probably pull back and do some buckle shots real quick too. Because the more info, the better. It doesn't make a difference.
4: There's Um, some really cool tools you can use to do virtual appointments too. So you've got Rhinogram and you've got two-way texting, the typical compliant. Also, Zoom has a um, a healthcare video conferencing. So if you wanted to do maybe a more personalized version of a console. I think it's 200 bucks a month, but I mean, the, uh, yeah, totally worth it. Uh, worth the value's that. there and, you know, it, it doesn't have to be really complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, no,
0: actually, and here's a couple of things that are really cool is number one, what a great opportunity to create a video around what you want them to do, an instructional mm-hmm. video. Say, this is how you take it. This mm-hmm. is what you, we want you to do. These okay. are the most important ones. And then here on Zoom, this is why I love the platform of Zoom is this is not just for your liner checks, but all those retainer checks, everything else. And then you ship them in the mail to them. The mail hasn't closed down. We can actually send stuff in the mail still. So the moment that you do that and you check it, great. Send it out through the mail and you never, they never even have to come in. By the way, these are value adds to our clients. Mm-hmm. Everything in communication is the way you position it. Hey, guess what? We're going to now not have to have you come in during your lunch hour or during quarantine or anything. And (laughs) this isn't just for the next two weeks. It's forever that we can do this now. And now an appointment that lasts or took your time, 30 minutes in a chair that usually really would be only 15 minutes seeing them or 10 minutes or plus five minutes driving on either end. Plus that's right. That's right. Or somebody or babysitter or daycare or whatever. What else. a, what a, what a value you're given to Tracy. And as, and uh, no, I was going to say, I was going to say Scott, not, uh, I don't care about him. I'm um, so Scott that you guys, like you guys know this world of, of virtual training and how a long tail this is. And that's what I think, what I like, what Michelle was talking about was, you guys, we got to help our clients and everybody see the long tail of this. Absolutely. I believe in life, you're either compelled to do something or you will make a choice. Mm-hmm. And there's been this weird, weird wave. I think you've all seen it over the last probably two, three years where there's an evolution that's happening, that's happening kind of quick. And there are some people who are slow to act like, well, I'm going to wait until it happens. I'm going to wait until the bottom of the market hits all the way down. Well, when do you know it's going to happen? You don't know. This is forcing people on a new normal, but it's going to be a super cool, good new normal.
6: No, you're absolutely right, know I mean, you know, people are motivated typically by either opportunity for gain or fear of loss. And the reality yes. is way more people are motivated by fear of loss. It's like that is a way more compelling human motivator. And so- it's kind of a bummer that this is got to be the catalyst for a lot of people, but it, you know, hopefully, there's that silver lining, and they'll finally go. Oh, you know, I have been worrying about smiles, you know, snap smiles or rhinogram, but you know, maybe now it's the time to go and pull the trigger. And we,
5: right. do, we We are big pushers of Zoom. I just, I, I love it. I love the platform. But the one thing I wanted to point out, um, and I love, I love that Scott loves it too. It, not you, Scott, the other Scott. Yeah. Um,
0: that- more important, Scott.
5: It's, it's You can record it and then you can keep it forever. So you always remember what you guys talked about, what the conversation was. I mean, it's, you've got it. So I think that that's an important factor too. Yeah, yeah. And
6: and
2: okay. I'm going to if, I'm it, gonna it. Say, say, say something here real quick. Up. That's okay. what I want to know. How easy
1: is this for me to put in place tomorrow in my practice?
2: We can do it right after this. Yeah. All right, girl. It's, I love it. So one thing I want to add, Dino, and actually Jill, I'd love to ask you as well what you're recommending. But I am having a lot of practices reach out, and we have uh, recognized and mentioned it's pretty easy to identify what the administrative team can tackle right now during this week, um, especially moving into next week. But this is a great opportunity for your clinical team to also have some a- actions that they can take. I'm recommending them looking at all of your clinical standard operating procedures. Have them set up all of their tray setups and take pictures. Have them write out step-by-step how this is. This creates your clinical training manual. This is a perfect opportunity for your clinical team to have time to work on this right now. And I feel that these recorded training videos that we've just been talking at length about is another great opportunity for your clinical team to have something to do. So So, Jill, what, what are you recommending for your clinical teams?
1: Michelle and Jill, are you guys willing to share some of this with us? Michelle, you did a beautiful job yesterday sending us some guidelines of what we could all implement, which gave me an opportunity to come into my practice today and say, here you go. This is what I'd like for you guys to do. I'm paying you. I'm paying you to work from home. Here's a computer. And Michelle, you did a beautiful job saying, check your statuses, check this, Mm -hmm. check this, check this. I don't know what I don't know. Mm -hmm. And I need some guidelines and I need kind of some recipe cards. Like Mm -hmm. give me some recipe cards. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. So I think from a from a clinical standpoint, I think now is a great time to even be evaluating your scheduled templates. You know, I I think that that's probably one of the hardest things um, when we, you know when we're looking at. I mean, I totally agree with um, you know evaluating just our systems and our office manuals and all of that but you know when you look at templates let's just say uh, up until what has happened just recently i think it's very easy for doctors to go along and you know it can take a good you know 3 or 4 weeks to get a new template in place and then another 6 weeks for implementation so why not spend the time now evaluating templates that were or were not working, Um, maybe evaluate all of your codes that you're using now. Does it still work with the technology that you're using within the office? I mean, now's a great time to use some of this slower time to get in there and dive into the areas that we literally just don't have time to. Um, I think it's a good time to look at, um, you know, evaluating and updating our uh, materials, our collateral pieces that we're sending out I love Dino's idea of videos. And I think, you know, um, you know, and what Tracy said too, I 100% believe in virtual um, consults. And, you know, if we can be even using, um, you know, within uh, elastics, you know, maybe we're mm-hmm. teach, you know, have a video on actually showing a patient how to put on, you know, they're ready to progress to new elastics. And if we've been able to do a, a virtual check and now we can show them how to move from a you know, a class two to a box or whatever we're going to do there. So, you know, I think my goal with, with my teams has been, you know, as we're moving forward and I do a lot of startups and talk about a scary time, you know, I just Mm -hmm. had, you know, I've got 13 startups right now. I mean, we've literally just opened doors and, you know, are shutting doors. (laughs) So Mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's, it's, you know, not only for big practices, but for, you know, little ones that are starting up and, my goal, and I think as consultants, what we need to be doing is giving our teams out there ways to pivot, you know, so what is, we, we've done it this long for so long, now let's take an opportunity to pivot and do it differently, and what does that look like? Is it virtual consults? Is it um, maybe VIP, um, you know, new patient exams where you're, you're, ch- totally changing the way you are letting patients into your practice and maybe you're doing VIP visits where you know certain patients are only come in at, at, at certain times and you're you know working on having that social distancing where maybe you're only allowing you know a certain amount in the clinic and a certain amount in your consult rooms nobody you know texting you know just whatever it is but helping you know I feel like it's our jobs as consultants to be outside of the box thinkers to help our our docs see different ways to do things besides just task-oriented
2: things. I'm going to touch on the schedule template, Jill. Don't run procedure counts or time studies during this time right now. (laughs) Stop them before March 5th Yes,
1: because
2: they will not be accurate right now.
1: Okay. (laughs) So most importantly, everybody listening tonight, every one of them, because I feel like I'm the only one that's like in the thick of it right now. Like I have this practice in Taylor, Michigan, and I'm thinking, oh, my God, I don't want to write March off. I don't want to write March off. My doc today in huddle, he was like, you know what, you guys? Write March off. Just write it off. We're, we're going to kick butt in April and May. No, I don't want to write March off. So how do I do the virtual consult? I need help from all of you. Dino, Jill, Trace, Michelle. How do I do the... Everybody listening tonight wants to do the virtual consult. We don't know how I need help
0: so how can do I, I do can, so so I, I love that and there are actually people online I want to make sure we're addressing a lot of the people that are online and asking questions and there definitely are some questions around that as well so let's break it down to what virtual consults are talking about you're talking about and and I'm sure you're going to say all of it but then let's break it down and let's share some ideas around the uh, the initial exam because mm-hmm. So, you, you definitely could be doing is, that right now virtually.
1: Right. Okay. So, here's where my challenge was today How do I get them to get me the info I need? I have Orthify, so it's really easy for me to do a financial presentation. Mm-hmm. I'm all about go to meeting, we've got that all set up, screen sharing, all of that. The financial presentation is an easy, easy thing. And anybody that's listening tonight, I will help you with that all day long. It's the diagnostics. It's the doctor being able to see what he needs to see so that he can give them an accurate how long and what is it going to entail. What pictures and how are they going to take the pictures? (laughs) So I happen to be a Rhinogram user. So I actually have the formula. But our offices that are watching tonight and with us tonight, they don't have that formula. So what would you guys say? What do we do to help them get the information into their offices so that they can get the, all families want to know three things. All families want to know how long can I trust you and how much mm-hmm. I'm an orthify office. I got the, how much I got the, I got the payment plans. I got all that. Right. I'm trying to figure out how do they take pictures with their phone, right, so that I can give them the how long.
6: And so I Tracy...
1: just honestly think yeah. every office listening tonight wants to figure that out.
0: Yeah, so let's tackle one at a time. So let's tackle pictures first with Tracy. It looks like you've got some spoons ready to go <laughs> to show people, you know, and
3: we'll this it. is great.
0: So Tracy, take, it, take over and give people some breakdown step-by-step stuff while I take notes and answer calls. Or questions
5: i have honestly never done this but i i know that it can be done so you know if there's a will there's a way so i know you just take two spoons i all i need is this hexer right here and that one and that one (laughs) and that one one.
6: yeah i mean the real
5: you need and then you can diagnose it yeah the reality is whatever your doctor you got
6: this yeah whatever hipaa compliant (laughs) communication platforms you currently have you could literally get that going immediately and a oh, cell phone can record a how-to video on that. I mean, you get your doc and your TC, your TC and assistant, assistant and the doc. Like, whatever your operation is, just say, hey, guys, here we are at Straight Orthodontics, and we know a lot of you guys are a little nervous about what's going on in the world out here. Hey, good news is that it shouldn't have to keep you from getting started with orthodontics. So here's a quick step on here's the four or six pictures or whatever your doc thinks he needs. I
5: think as far as scripting goes, words that I would be thinking about, just this is the sales brain in me, is uh words like from the privacy of your own home like from the convenience of your home from the
6: comfort of your own home or
5: or when you talk about you know vip jill i love that uh, you know using the word uh we have a private you know privacy we have a private um consultation room that that's a word that right now is a little bit more attractive than it would have been before
6: you don't even have to put on pants <laughs>
4: yeah <laughs> to answer your question kathy it's important not to over complicate it too I mean, this is, not, this is not a novel concept. Um, and you also can change your mind when they get to the office. If they, didn't, like if they didn't bite down in their real occlusion, like the doctor can tell them that when they get there. So this is really a sales thing. And once you do three or four, you know the questions to ask. And if you just schedule an appointment, if you're going to use Zoom or GoToMeeting or whatever it is, just do one. And you've got, you already know the questions that you ask in an exam and you know, which ones won't translate over to, uh, to a virtual exam. But in essence, what we're doing is we're capturing these patients while they're at the peak of their interest and not letting them float away. Um, And going back to what Dino and Michelle. Another, I
1: think another thing you could help us with is how do I take those exams I have scheduled and create them into a virtual relationship without seeming pushy That's just call them and i think right oh, but but what are help me help me with the words i'm gonna use okay
0: all right so okay so kathy we have you scheduled for an appointment this week to come into our office but we have a really great option for you instead of having to come all the way in and we know with all the craziness going on in the world right now we actually have the ability to do a private chat over internet did do the entire system for you Right from the convenience of your own home. Okay, so would, Gino, would you like to participate you, in that?
1: And that's what I need you to send all of us right now. That verbiage. The, oh, the, I I'm like. Right. right? My, I need that. I'm
0: not really giving you a consult, Kathy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You really,
1: to- you're not? I was so sold. But what I need <laughs> is, I need that verbiage. I need that. So tomorrow morning,
3: yeah.
0: I'm
1: here with my team, Last and I'm saying, okay, guys, this is what we to do."
0: So here's something to think about too, Kathy, and this for really everybody listening is that this is going to force you to do a couple of things. Number one, it's going to force you to be a lot more choosy about what you do in the consult, uh, in the consult, so that you're not actually wasting a lot of time. What I see, and this might just be me, I see a lot of um, just pontificating around why we do what we do as orthodontics to show the show of orthodontics and the magic that we do instead of oh you're here because you want this, let me show you how I can give you this. Yes, And it's going to make you cut down on your consults. It's going to make you actually, uh, what it's really going to do is you're going to find out how good your TCs are at sales, as opposed to presentation. Because presentation is great. We want that. But we also want those numbers to be hitting. And so you're going to have a little bit of a squeeze going on with that sales portion of like, oh, we don't have all the time in the world. We don't have this show of look at this cool 3D exam or, or x-ray we have and these cool cookies that we give you and all the other stuff. It's how awesome we are at delivering what you want. So you that's going to be... Oh,
2: go ahead.
0: Uh, I was just going to say, so that's going to be a really great opportunity for everybody here too. Go ahead, Michelle.
2: I was going to say, we're talking about two pieces right now. Right now we're talking about the survival of this week. Yes. And next week, and yep. forever many weeks this goes. Yep. And that's going to look different than when we get this dialed in and comfortable really well in our practices that we're doing this summer, right? So, if we back up a little bit and talk about the opportunity for this week and for next week right now, I would simply contact our patients and say, We are doing virtual appointments as a courtesy to you. Yeah, no, no need to ask. If a patient is uncomfortable, doesn't want it, they'll tell you to say, Hey, Under the circumstances, we're so excited to provide you with a virtual appointment for you. We do not have to lose. Michelle,
1: you and I can do that all day long. How do I help equip my team who doesn't want to be there to say those words? Hopefully you talked earlier in the
3: dialogue about why the team should. And I think, too, the one thing that we need to be really aware of is not every team and not every doctor is making the decision to stay open. Yeah. And, you know, to do this. And I think that, you know, there are, pol- you know, we're kind of almost polarizing, you know, it, you know to some extent. And I think that, you know, we should also be looking at giving options for the teams and the doctors out there who have chosen for whatever their reason is, you know, to, to decide, you know, for um, you know, for, for the good of their community, whatever it is, wh- whatever they're deciding, because again, I can say I've had, I've already had many clients that have called me and said, Joe, I've made the decision to close. So I feel like it's not just about trying to talk about how are we going to make March a better March. It's about how do we help them when they decided today was their last day. How do we help them survive, like Michelle said, for the next two weeks or the next well, three weeks? And, and what, think- what tools can we give them when they have team members that can't come in? Or, you know, so what are these other things? Because so, I, okay, like I, I feel like we're kind of getting, I feel like we're kind of getting stuck around the virtual console well, piece when there's a lot of other pieces we could be talking well, about. And
1: the problem is, is this is what I had today. Where is the community gonna think I'm being irresponsible if I stay open? And how is the community community can perceive me if I don't or do? Because if I stay open, do I seem greedy? If I close, do I seem like I care about our patients? And I think say,
3: I think it's an individual decision for right. each practice, each doctor, and, each case. Okay, so
1: this is this is what I'm trying to do is both, and every single office is trying to figure out how to do both.
0: Right, so I, I believe I believe just like in anything, like I mentioned earlier, it's in the positioning. How are you gonna position it? Just like when, when Michelle said, right? You're, hey, this is what we're doing. Isn't this awesome? Like this is such a cool thing we're doing. Instead of, hey, would it, would it be okay if maybe we thought about, would you all be all right with? It's the positioning. It's It's like a doctor going in to do the exam. I hate it when doctors leave going, you know but you know whatever you want to do it's totally fine it's, oh, like, so it was, dude, so it it's like I came to you to get a diagnosis diagnose me and tell me what prescription I should have and mm-hmm. say do this walk out the door we have to be that way too
2: you know we have a question I just Dr. Green asked a really great question asking about yeah. what happens if we're doing these virtual consults yet we can't schedule the start for the patient I think that that's a very valid question. And I want us to also recognize and continue to understand and believe that we are in a relationship building industry. This is an opportunity that we don't just stop any contact with our patients, but if we have an opportunity to connect on any level, Zoom, FaceTime, phone, to just reassure our patients, begin that relationship building with them so that as it was mentioned before, they do have that trusted relationship with
4: us. I think it's important not to mystify it too. Like if you schedule an appointment in four weeks for a start and have to reschedule it, they're not Mm -hmm. going to schedule a start someplace else. But if we're trying to like nail down the exact formula for what's going to work, it's literally impossible. But what we want to do is make that patient our patient. Going back to what Michelle said, I think she's absolutely right. Like we need to be focused on how we're going to position our practice over the next few months for the long term. Amazon just hired 100,000 employees. People are video conferencing that have never video conferenced before. People are ordering food that they've never ordered before online. And it's going to have a significant impact on consumer behavior in the long term. And so if we do a good job of retooling now, our practices will be in a better position in the future to win. And that's the goal because we don't have control over the coronavirus, but we do have control over how our practices respond to how consumer behavior changes over time yes.
1: that's one thing i've always done a beautiful job of is how am i best for you mm-hmm.
6: yeah I, I think the key what thing do you know, need
1: from me and how can i be the best version of myself to you
6: yeah so,
0: so Scott and Tracy, what do you guys have to say about that?
6: Well, I was going to say, I think Dino, Michelle, you kind of you know hit it right on, right on the nose. And Scott, you too. I mean, it's one of the things we coach leaders on all the time. It's like, you want to be a lighthouse, not a weather vane. A weather vane is re- reactive. It spins depending on which way the wind is. It's north, it's south, it's east, it's west, it's in a circle. A lighthouse yeah. is on the rocks. It's sending a signal out. It says, I'm not moving. You can chart your course based on where I am. So I I think, you know, to Jill's points, like whatever you choose, that's fine. If you feel like, man, I'm in a high density area or I have an at-risk population, or I just have a lot of anxiety because I've got, you know, immune uh, compromised family members or whatever your situation is, That's fine. Just say, Hey, here's why we're doing it and own it and step into it with confidence. And if, and if it's staying open, then step into that with confidence and say, Hey, if you don't feel comfortable with that, that's fine. Here's where I'm going to go. Here's how we're going to lead because it's kind of like, um, What Scott was saying, I mean, people are going to be retooling here. And you're going to be like the you know, the grasshopper and the ant. If you'll put in the work now, if you'll weather this storm with intentionality and begin with the long game in mind, you're gonna come out of this. I mean, this will pass. Mm -hmm. It, It may pass like a kidney stone, it may pass in 90 days or 120 days, but when it passes, life will resume. And so, however you're set up to weather that, I mean, if you have the financial wherewithal to make investments now or whatever, great. If you don't, you need to shutter to keep the lights on and do that. But just begin with the idea that I'm gonna build relationships, I'm gonna serve my community and I'm gonna do what's in the best interest of my patients and my team. And we're gonna get through this together. And I think you're gonna be fine.
5: And if if you've built the right practice culture this whole time, these are our friends, right? We wanted to do business with our friends. So your scripting needs to be casual Um, you know, we need to show transparency and and like you said, we need to have a, a, a clear plan, but, but don't, I mean, my inbox is getting flooded with, this is what our business is doing. This is what our business is doing. This is what our business is doing. This is what my CEO says, blah, 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 blah. And you're just going to get lost in all that. But if you're, if you're texting me as a friend to a friend of, Hey, this is, you know, this is what we've decided to do to best serve our, our, you know, patient and family. We love you. We care about you. Hope everything is doing well in your home. Um, you know, this is a great way to, that we can interact with you. We're just doing it in an alternative, you know, um, channel. channel. But but you also have to remember, moms, like, we have <laughs> tons of time now.
1: I am the mom that would bring their kid into the office this week. Yeah,
6: right, sure well, A lot of people are. It's, you know, put them in every other chair. I mean, you can do all kinds of things I mean, that the, make people feel more comfortable. The
2: team that will be there, this is your SWAT team, right? This is like, like, they they get ready, Right. So let's talk about actually a very serious topic. And I'm getting text questions about this actually right now um, with the ADA's recommendation. I think as I was monitoring this today, um, it was still very, very heavy that most practices were going to remain open this week and reevaluate next week. I think that very quickly this evening that's adjusted and changed. As I said earlier, things are changing hourly here. State by state. Yeah. What are doctors you know their questions right now and the unknown and their uncertainty which again the anxiety um and my desire is to minimize that as much as possible this will pass this is a hiccup and we have to be strategic about that but what does this look like if very conceivably this these closures could be four weeks five weeks um and the practices that necessarily can't Maintain payroll over team members that were just trying to, after that number of weeks, looking for something for them to do. So this is i'm saying when i'm recommending right now slow the roll slowly and strategically start to take those steps you're if you're gonna stop seeing patients and reschedule your non-essential appointments it's imperative that you are rotating your team schedules you shouldn't have a full team working from eight to five to try to extend out as long as you can with your team members. We've talked about a lot of ideas on how we can come up with these projects that are great opportunities that we don't have often in our busy schedules to tackle, and it it could conceivably run out. And we will recognize at that point that there may be a time. Now, I know the government's in discussions um, as small business owners. That also, uh, you know, can be concerning. And I don't think we can make any decisions or bank on those decisions being made yet. I'm seeing a lot of talk and activity about people already saying what's been decided on, and it hasn't yet been decided on. They're still on their third draft. um, Still the
4: Appropriations Committee.
2: Regarding, exactly, regarding that stimulus. So don't make decisions on that either. um, To answer the questions that I'm getting a lot of, what happens when we can't uh, continue to extend That payroll, there will come a time and again I none of us know how long this might go I, I believe it's going to be longer than two weeks Two weeks is just an arbitrary number so if team members think that you know great we get a two week vacation no I don't want to come in. um, I think we have to be very cautious about that mentality and be very creative about what you can do for your practice you know, there's some great messaging out there. And I believe and I hope that this really brings out the best in all of us, that we can help each other out, help our neighbor out, help our team member out, help our doctor out to really give more, get creative on what you can provide your team members, and um, what you can better your practice with.
0: I, I love that, Michelle. And I would like to propose, like, I think up to this point, we've had a lot of really great uh, conversations around how to do the virtual exams and things like that. And I think, Kathy, you've been a great representative of people who are still working in the practice. But let's talk about some proactive uh, Mm -hmm. ways, as Michelle was just talking about, of what can we do? Should this last a little longer? uh, And how we can actually help our team members? Because don't forget, it's not just the doctors who have a business that's not going to be in business right now. But we've got team members who have rent to pay, who have mortgages, who have kids they gotta feed. And I, for one, am not somebody to 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 wait for the government to figure it out because that's, yeah, I'm still waiting on my Amazon. Oh. But what? From the UPS? Uh, anyway, so like let's figure out some let's talk about some proactive ways of people who aren't in that situation that Kathy is in. Uh, where they're actually still working in their practice or who have decided to close down and what they can do. Like today, I don't know if you guys saw Dr. Bill's, you know, post about what he's decided to do with his family and looking at the positive around. Yeah. Okay, so I'm out. Of, I'm not working in my office right now. My kid's not at school. Cool, I get to spend more time with my kid and I get to spend more time. And that might sound a little Pollyanna-ish and it might way out after the first week, but it's a reality that we have to look at because we can hope and hope and hope that it's different. But the fact of the matter is that's what's happening right now. And everyone in, this, in the country is dealing with it, not just in your city or in your state or in your office. So what are some proactive ways that you guys think that uh, help out with that?
6: Yeah, if I was talking to a doc, I'd say have a very candid personal conversation with every member of the team. I think this is a real great opportunity to kind of find, to, to let them know where you're coming from. Like, there are some people, it's a part-time job. Husband's an attorney or a doctor or, or, you know, an engineer makes a ton of money. And this is like the, you know, mom's fun thing that she does on the side or they're semi-retired and they don't really need it. And having a little bit of a conversation to say, hey, shoot me straight. What's your situation like? And, and giving them the space to say, you know what? I love working here, but honestly, doc, I don't need the hours right now. Give them to Tracy. Like, I, I think you could earn a lot of goodwill with your with your team by having those candid conversations. I mean, you definitely do it personally. It is one-on-one. It's confidential. The last thing you want to do is, you know, have anyone feel anxious about it. But I, I think most people have at least one or two team members who are like, you know what? I'm fine tapping out. And maybe, you know, maybe they're essential staff, maybe they're not. Maybe they say, you know what, I I'm happy to help out a little bit for the good of the team. You know, you don't have to pay me. I'll do a couple hours. I mean. Figuring some of that kind of conversation out, because there's obviously some people who it's like I can't miss a check doc. Like yeah, I'm I'm nice. up against the wall. Yeah. I, I'm a you know, single mom, whatever it is. But I think by having those proactive conversations, like I think you have a lot of people who might you step up and finish. be heroes, which then earns them further goodwill with their own team, creates more unity. I mean, if if you know that Tracy's stepping out because she's a trust fund baby or because you know her, her husband's super wealthy or whatever, and she doesn't need this, <laughs> she's willing has, to be.
1: Uh, All
0: true statements. That's what Uh,
1: I did today. I was like, tomorrow, I'm like, I really like want to see exams, and I'm a terrible scanner. And we scan every patient.
5: Great
0: though.
1: Like I'm like, how do I do that? And I went to my team, and I'm like, who can be here tomorrow with me?
0: Well, I had had
1: five team members that were like, I'm here, we're in.
5: Cool. So
0: let's that's that's awesome. So let's bring it back to some more stuff. Like Tracy, what were you gonna say?
5: I was going to say for me, this time is a great time to have the staff meeting that we've always wanted to have the annual, like real intensive staff meeting. We all do it from home. It's zoom, you know, whatever, whatever platform you want to, use but this is the time where we really hash all those things out we've been wanting to talk about or or replan this is definitely i mean i'm the sales brain that's that's like okay how can we make more money more money um this is marketing this is all about like let's map out at least the next six months let's reinvent everything we've done all the videos that we may or, or have been talking about doing for, you know, is the time to, to record those or refresh those. Your websites will love new videos. If you happen to already have a post-op um, instruction video on how to, how, to do, how to turn an expander, let's do a new one. This is the time right. to do it. I yeah. mean, it's also- Your hair has
6: changed since the last one. If yeah, knows, it's spring
5: know? cleaning, but it's also just like, let's revamp everything. We have the time to do it. You want some hours? I can think of things to do.
3: Yep. 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 And I, think, and I think, too, you know, being able to utilize the technology that I think most offices have or looking at new technology, now's a good time for that, too. You know, if we've got, um, you know, phones that can be forwarded where somebody could maybe they have a virtual office that they can work from. Um, You know, without having to come into an office where they can still, you know, Nextiva is a great, you know, there's a lot of great systems out there.
1: So I hate Nextiva and love them all at the same. Today, set up five virtual logins so we could not miss a single phone call. Yeah. So I think because they're the type of company, Weave or Nextiva, we can have all these logins. Everybody can log in from home get it's an app it's an app on their phone
0: right right yeah and so little things like that that actually make a, a big difference in being able to have that communication with them um scott what are some ideas that you might have
4: you know i don't i don't want to just talk about virtual consults but i do think that the consumer behavior is going to change and i think that you know using co- what complements stretching out your costs Like what Michelle has been talking about is figuring out how to actually still produce revenue in the practice. And if you can, and like what Jill talked about, people closing their doors, closing your doors or being at the office does not mean that you can't produce revenue for the practice. And so um, I think sometimes we might be tempted to think of that as a this or that, like either I'm open and producing revenue. At the office or i'm closed and not and this gives us an opportunity to say hey you know we don't necessarily have to be in the office to produce for the practice right um, Correct. so for what it's worth i think this is a perfect opportunity to add that layer if we don't already have that with the practice um, and if we've never done like if people aren't coming into the office the doctor can still do a virtual consult from their house uh, and that's really cool and that's something that a lot of people haven't even thought of before um, but I think we will see a lot more of that. If we sit down here next year and talk about where orthodontic practices are at, I'm sure that uh, we will have a ton of very successful practices that have a very robust system for seeing these virtual exams because consumers will change and there will be a lot more people that would prefer to do it from their phone or from their computer.
0: Yeah. Yep. A whole way million I, of them. I think there are a couple of things too that we can look at as we we should also look at the past to teach us what we can do now. And although we've never been in this black swan situation before, we have had downturns in the economy, we've had the recession, and so there are some tips that we can take away from those times too. I Ortho Masterminds uh, I think it was yesterday the day before. Um, a buddy of mine, Cameron Harold, wrote a book a while ago, and he talked about, you know, some things to do that the big companies do or should do during these recession times or these challenging times. Uh, we need to not be afraid. I loved how it was mentioned earlier, like actually invest in things during this time to help us grow later on. We need to actually look at how we can expand some of the things while we're spreading out. Like, I think there's this nice spread out that we can do like Michelle was talking about. And that helps us hopefully think more of expansion it's much better than thinking, oh, I got to retract and everything come in. Because if you do, then when this is over and when we get to the two weeks or four weeks or six weeks or whatever it is, you're going to be stuck going, oh, now I get to start where everybody else who is thinking about ahead of time is ready to go, ready to have an amazing summer, ready to have all that stuff. So. I I've-
5: I just want to say that how many uh, like of this panel like how many of you guys go into offices and like i want to do my i want to redo my website i've been meaning to redo my website or you oh, yeah like you have to redo your website this is the time to redo your website because doctors this is the time where you have enough time to really revamp the content that goes on to it that you have no time anywhere else to do
0: now you're at home. This is someday. It finally came up on your calendar. Yeah. Someday yeah. showed up.
3: Website. Yeah. This is what's happening. Yeah. yeah. No, wow. I,
5: I, on your websites. <laughs> yeah.
3: That's, I, I mean, I, I agree. I mean, I think now's the time to be utilizing and looking into the new technologies that are out there. And there are, I mean, there are just so many groups out there you know if if for some reason you know like i'm going to talk to my 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 um startups you know maybe you are already having a part-time employee and you you've had to shut down and you know maybe you've got to kind of wing it on your own for a little bit you know there's you know ruby receptionist out there that can still answer your phones for you even if you're working somewhere else you know, um, as long as your secondary job is still in place. There is, you know, OrthoFi out there that can help you, you know, bill your insurance and do, you know, your finances. So again, it's that pivot, right? Yes, it's money, but maybe that money still allows you to do the virtual consults to get the patients in, you know, and I, and I also feel like there, there maybe would be for some of our practices, a time where we need to do some incentives, like sign up for a consult now and get started, put your down payment down and get started in June. And maybe there's a little extra incentive, you know, that, that we're giving patients for, you know, and again, I think this is our time to, to figure this out and to help our clients figure this out. Plus the fact that I know that every single one of us do virtual training, you know, and I think that, you know, what a, what a wonderful time to take two hours and say, Hey team, we're going to train on consults, or we're going to, you know, up, update and really train and dial in our scripting for the summer, or we're going to really, you know, I mean, like, this is the time to be, I, I think, taking the time to, to invest in your team members as well as as you can um, yeah, you know, as, I was, as we're going through this.
0: I agree, Jill. I was going to say, yeah, this is, a, I mean, I know it's a, it sounds like a, a promotional plug for all of us in the consulting world, but really, this is a great time to suck up as much information that you from all of us who are thinking about it a little differently than you are because we're not standing in your jar. And this is a great time to call Michelle and say, hey, Michelle, so this is where we've been stuck. Even though you told us this 30 times before, can you clarify this for us so we can actually get this done, right? Or Scott, you were talking about this virtual thing here. What's the best way I could do it? Like, this is an opportunity to over-utilize the tools that you have that you've been using, but maybe not to their full extent.
2: Yeah. I'm optimistic about this being a hiccup that will pass. And this is the time to have your systems, your processes in place so that you can really be very profitable and efficient with that upswing that will happen as we head into summertime.
0: Yep. Yep. Absolutely. So uh, are there any other, I haven't been able to see any other uh, questions there. Has anybody been taking a look at that and seeing? Do, 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 do. Oh, Andrea Cook just said she's available to join. Send her the link.
4: I'm wow.
0: oh. uh, uh, sorry. I, uh, oh, I think we're. And Andrea is doing mention a, her. Yeah, yeah, she, a webinar tomorrow. Oh my
1: God, Andrea Martha. and schedule. If you want to know about how to like figure schedule out. Call Andrea.
6: <laughs> well, she's doing an OSHA and CDC guidelines update tomorrow at 730 central, which I learned oh from Michelle Shimmon's blog post about how the weather
0: the storm, which you've also not read. I highly encourage you to. That's <laughs> right. Tomorrow there go.
1: at 7 a.m. I'm going to see patients.
0: <laughs> well, it might be recorded, but for everybody else.
6: You'll we'll be done, Kathy.
0: Yeah. So um, let, I'm sorry. I'm not on that page anymore. Andrea messaged me. Let's see. Any other questions that we can do? See how doing consult through Zoom just like now. Oh, so I know, at-
3: uh, I know Caroline Um uh Brandhagen maybe had asked, you know, thought thoughts on backdrops if you're doing um a home office. And I was saying, you know, so many of the virtual, you know, Zoom and a lot of the you know, go to meetings and all of that. So let's say you are doing, you know, maybe you don't have a home office set up or you want something, you know, branded behind you. A lot of these companies offer green screen backgrounds that you can put and then you know put your brand behind you, and a patient would never know that you're sitting in your closet at home or you're you know sitting in in your you know front room or whatever so you know again it's going back to there are technology is there for us we just have to be willing to use it and just spend a little bit of time looking into it
0: so We're for those of you that don't know, I live in a forty foot fifth wheel trailer where my wife travels around and the backdrop you see is just the backdrop that I put up.
4: <laughs> so you don't see
0: my kitchen. So it's it, it's like five, 50 bucks on Amazon or whatever. But well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. There's definitely doing it. You can do that. Have bookcase behind you. So yeah, you can make it look okay and professional. <laughs> oh I can. Um, Okay, somebody <laughs> was asking about, oh, sorry. Um, oh, the webinar is from, Oh, Andrea said the webinar is from 10 a.m. to 5.30 p.m., Pacific Standard Time? And and that's correct. That is one long webinar. (laughs)
3: That is, wow. There's a lot of information there.
0: From Michelle's blog post, it says 7.30 to 8.30
6: Central Time. So Pacific Time, that would be 5.30 to 6.30 Central Time. Yeah, Pacific Time, but uh, I don't know. I'm sure Andrea Cook has all the information on her Facebook, Twitter. Yes, go check that out. I know Jackie
3: Dorst has got a a webinar going on tomorrow as well. And AEM
0: does. There's there's a lot of
3: resources.
0: Please uh, repeat Andrea's webinar tomorrow. And it's on Andrea's page, uh, her webinar page. Is that correct? I mean, her Facebook page. Uh, I would assume it is. I found it through Michelle Shimon's blog post. at She's typing right now.
1: So go
5: there She's typing,
0: she'll get to us this moment. Yeah, hit them both. Um, <laughs> go Michelle uh, so so the just joined. as answer a question. Did
1: anybody hear how I explain Michelle? Mama bear.
6: What?
0: Uh, what?
1: Mama bear of ortho.
6: Oh, oh. Of
0: oh okay. So, uh, Andrea just cleared it up. She said, one's at 10 a.m. and one's at 5.30 p.m. So, not it. till. Yeah. Pacific time. Yeah. Not, not, not the whole time, just yeah. those two times and go to Andrea cook, Andrea cook consulting on Facebook. You know, you know why, since we're all here too, let's just do quick shout outs as well. We didn't do that at the very beginning, but I think it, it's a good idea. Look, I'd so appreciate you guys doing this and, and taking the time out of your crazy schedules right now to do this. Let's just do some quick shout outs of how people can get in touch with you all. So if they have a question, if they're, they're, I'm sure there are people on here who don't know some of us, so if they have a question, if they just want to clarify something, uh, let's do some shout-outs there. So uh, let's, let, Michelle, you want to start?
2: Sure. You can reach me on my website at ortho-consulting.com. Um, I also, we a number of times on this podcast, we've talked about um, my blog that I wrote yesterday, and I'll put some more information on there on how you can uh, task different team members, different areas of your practice that you would target. That'll also be on there. It's all linked through that website. You can reach me directly, my personal cell phone, my email address on there as well. Awesome. That was a
1: great blog.
2: Thank
0: All you. right. The, the uh, Martin family. Uh, Caldwell family. Uh, Martin. <laughs> um, <laughs> I know I know who wears the pants.
3: <laughs>
0: 25 years, buddy. 25 years. <laughs> Take notes. Take notes. Uh, uh,
5: no, so we're at straightconsulting.com. And, um, and you can text me. It'll come straight to me. You can email me through it. Everything goes through me because <laughs> I do wear the pants. <laughs> so, yeah,
0: awesome. yeah.
2: They're awesome, Scott.
0: But Scott, but Scott, you help her pull them up. So that's so important. Yeah. <laughs> I will be yeah, messaging right, yeah. her. All right. right, Scott Hansen Blackbisongroup.com. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. Smart, easy. Jill.
3: Uh, practiceresults.com. And all of my information is on the website as well.
0: Awesome. And Kathy.
1: All right, so Kathy, C A T H Y, at call, C A L L, Dr. Mike.com.
0: Kathy call at Dr. Mike. Dr. Mike, call Dr. Mike. Awesome. And I'm Dino Watt, just DinoWatt.com. It's kind of hard to mess up that name. Uh, no S at the end of the Watts. And uh, yeah, also obviously here on Facebook and all the fun stuff. Um, you guys, I just so appreciate this. This might not be the last time we do this. It looks like people got a ton yeah. of value out of this and and great information. And as things change, I'm totally open to doing more of this. Uh, I now have a weekend free since I'm not going out to one of my clients right now. And I'm sure a lot of you have some free time. But uh, I really, I think that it's apparent. I hope everybody watching knows how much we all and, and, and those that couldn't make this call, like Andrea and stuff, who just, we just love this industry. We support you guys. We want everybody to be able to do the best they possibly in such an unprecedented historic time. There will be a after. That's the thing we always have to remember out there, there will be an after. There always is. And we'll be talking about this for years to come. We'll all be like, remember that time when, where were you when the coronavirus happened? Right. But um <laughs> But, you know, it's just apparent that you all love this industry and care so much. So docs, team members, please lean on us. That's what we're here for. As you can tell, one of the things that I really appreciate about you guys doing this is we're all in business. We're all in business to find new clients. But when it comes down to it, we're all in the service business trying to help as much as we can. We want to serve and share. And so a group of people who are always trying to find clients, even if we have some cross- stuff with tc training or with with culture or whatever we care more about you and your success than we do about our own individual we have to get that new client so i just think that that just shows a lot of who you guys are and from my heart i just want to thank you guys so much it just means a lot it's awesome it's awesome to be this. Community.
6: The consulting avengers yeah. or those mightiest heroes it's the cool
0: kids club
6: uh-oh what,
3: what's, what's our super superpower power signs or something
0: <laughs> no gang signs no gang signs we're not there yet we're not there to gang i wasn't gang signs.
3: doing a gang sign
0: i'm trying
3: to figure out a superpower
2: <laughs> thanks everybody <laughs> all for the platform we greatly appreciate you. yes Thank you, dino.
0: absolutely you guys we will uh i'll see you guys later thanks so much thanks dino good night good night